Yeah. Uh, and then the lawyer's like, the investors are very concerned about this. You know, we need to make sure and check up, by the way, investors don't act like this. They do not act like this. Well, they're, they're not that personally involved. No, I mean, investors who have this type of money, who invest in shit, no. They not would not be touching the product. They no. would literally be hands off, and you either lose it or you lose win. it or you win. That's exactly how. And that's it. really what it boils down to. This they don't send a lawyer to check things out. They don't. No, and the fact that they were being they weren't even being sued. The the insurance company had to pay would have yeah. to pay that out. They yes. have insurance, yes. and you know. To keep the policy, I guess you could make an argument about that, that the insurance company would push it, but the investors wouldn't be pushing it. No, they would not. They would not be. They'd be like, they'd already written it off, like, oh, well. Yeah. You know, this is a loss of some sort. So then this is when the Jeeps pull up to that hill. So they're they're going through this bit of a forest, and they pull off to this, this looks like like a grassland area where there's this lake. They drive up to the top of the hill, and that's when you see, like, the full, you know, pretty impressive scene at the time. You actually see the brontosaurus. It's the first dinosaur. It's the first dinosaur. In the movie. Yeah, and that's when Sadler's still studying the leaf like it's, you know, God's gift to her. And Neil has to turn her head around, like, look, and her jaw drops, and she can't handle her sunglasses. Another scene that felt really, I don't know if inappropriate is the word, but just didn't feel good. Right, like he literally puts her his hand on her head and turns her fucking head. Yeah, it's, it's just like what, dude? Who would do that? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just say, "Hey, look, take a look." Yeah. Yeah. I. Whatever. And then that's when the lawyer all of a sudden, we're gonna make a fortune. We're gonna. That's another thing that doesn't. You're telling me the lawyer's never been there before. Yeah. The lawyer who's in charge of this whole fucking thing. Which, by the way, doesn't make any sense either no. because there wouldn't be one lawyer. No. There'd be a fucking team of There'd lawyers. There'd be a cadre of lawyers. Okay, something. but even beyond that, let's just look past that. You're saying that this lawyer has never been on the island. Who the sense. fuck is on the island? Who the hell is doing all this? Uh, yeah. If the lawyers are never there, the guy who owns the place is never there, mm-hmm. the number one paleontologist and paleobotanist in the world are not there. Yeah. I mean, so Samuel L. Jackson is there. That's yeah. all you need. Samuel L. Jackson and Newman. It, it's like, and that's the other thing. When they finally get to that command center that looks like it's got maybe, I guess, <laughs> like 10 computers in there, yet there's only two fucking people working there. Yes. What, are, what are they supposed to do? Everybody's janitor. What is going on? So, None of this makes sense. No, it doesn't. Doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Doesn't. Sons and that's when. Panama Jackets, welcome to they Jurassic my Park. Childhood. <laughs> my dear Dr. Sutton, welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, the next yeah. scene is, in, then the next scene is in the lab. Uh, that's when they pull up the, the HQ and the two Jeeps. Yeah, um, and they had like that Sandals cool resort. scene where you walk in and you see the big dinosaur, you see the, the T-Rex and you have the Jurassic Park label. Mm-hmm. And I really dig that scene, especially if you go and you see Jurassic World and they revisit there. Oh, they do? Yeah, like they go back to that same exact place. And it's, and it's 
been like 20 years, so it's all torn up and shit. So uh, it, it's really cool how they did that. I think I remember that scene. I've only seen Jurassic World once. I was... I haven't seen the sequel to it yet, but I, I hear some I bad was, things about it. Meek and I, were we went to Mexico, and they had Jurassic World as one of the movies. Yeah. I think it was already Three Sheets of the Wind when we were watching it. Oh. <laughs> down in Bloody Marys. It's it's not the best movie, but it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's you know it's got yeah. So this is the part, know, this whatever. is the part where they go on the ride that shows them how everything is made. Because back at the Brontosaurus, ja- uh, Neil's like, "How did you do all this? Yeah, I'll but show it's, you." It's one of those like Walt Disney World yes. rides where the you're sitting motion. there yes. and you know it has a movie and. You or it should, and you're just like, oh, yeah, I shouldn't have done this. Yeah, it, yeah, I shouldn't have done this. <laughs> you know, and, you're expecting it's not even like the cool ones where the seat moves and like there's 3D yeah, movie going on. It's this the is boring just one like where it just moves people yeah, from one you, end to the next. You walked in and it's the fucking Hall of Presidents. Yeah, and it's like you're oh just my sitting there God, watching animatronic. Big Presidents. Thunder Mountain. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now you're in here, and you're fucking stuck for like a half an stuck hour. Because hour. <laughs> like, the, the gate closes on you, and you're you're watching the history of the world yeah. through like forty year old uh, animatronics. Then uh, that they haven't replaced yet. That wasn't Disney World. I think that was King's Dominion that uh, had that. Oh, but it was not good. And you, and you actually hear the motors running. Maybe it was Hershey Park. I don't even remember. Yeah. Because they're shitty old animatronics, shitty old and I want—I kind of want to go back now just to see if there's a Trump one, because I, I <laughs> somehow I think that they wouldn't put it in. There was apparently a big to do in Disney World about that. They, you know, they, they took their time getting him up there, but he's now in the Hall of Presidents. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, people boo. I'm going there in November. It's just nonsense. Just come on, just nonsense. Nonsense. Hey, I'm just—you should go and boo all the other ones. If you want politics, make sure you listen boo to fucking Bear William Burr. So they go and they go through the ride. Um, they're asking, "Is this an animatronic? This is a real thing?" And that's when you have the uh, the Microsoft Word Spring guy pop up. Yes, to be the DNA. And there's how did you do it? We did. took the amber from the... We, we took the jerked blend. the dinosaurs oh, off. Dino DNA. And then we took the amphibious frog, and we inserted a DNA from that into his other DNA, and we got dinosaurs and trees, too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how the fucking trees came out of that, but okay. Yeah. yeah. But it's so just, so just happened to use a frog. What you know, which is an amphibian and dinosaurs yeah, or reptiles. W- yeah, what you do like a Komodo dragon or something? I don't know. I don't. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. So they go on a ride, and they they're fascinated with this concept that dinosaurs became birds. Okay, yeah. but you have no belief that any of these dinosaurs would actually had feathers. Well, back I, then, ba- well. Because there was around that time. Now, ta- nowadays, they're saying uh, they dinosaurs would have feathers. Yeah, velociraptors were like the size of turkeys and had feathers. Not all of them, did, but the majority of dinosaurs had feathers. That's what they were saying. Now, yeah, I, I don't know. Then, I don't know what to then. believe or not, not to believe. Actually, around that time, the velociraptors, um, there wasn't even proof that there was velociraptors that big back then. But they found it during the actual filming. There's a different type of raptor. They're not called velociraptors. They're called something else. 
that actually fit the bill. So that kind of bailed them out. But they're not velociraptors. Velociraptors are like giant little mini turkeys mm. feathers. Anyway. Anyway. So let's let's get going. So that's when they see the eggs and uh, Goldblum, Neil, and um, whatever Sadler push open the thing, go down to the actual lab. And uh, that's when they inspect the eggs, and then yeah, and oh, they're getting conveniently enough. The f- ones breaking through yeah, and, right as they walk up. And Panama like, Jackass insists he be there. And he's there. I gotta forever. be there whenever uh, one is born, so that they can. <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even know. And then the, uh, Grand's looking at him. Like, what did you? What is this? And the uh, doctor, who looks like he's you know hasn't slept for eighteen years, he's like looking at his clipboard. He's like, oh, um. oh, you know who that is? That's um, uh, God damn, he's like a big actor now. He's I and I'm blanking on who it was because I remembered and I pointed it out to myself to remind myself when we came, and now it's been like two weeks since I watched the movie. Yeah, well, whatever his name is. So he's like, uh, um, it's not B.J. Penn. It's it's he's a big actor. He's in. He was in um Oz. The show Oz on HBO. He was in uh, recently. He was just in the um, the Batman show uh, uh, Gotham. Oh, really? B.D. Wong. B.D. Wong. Yeah, B.D. Wong. That's who it was. Hmm. Okay. So uh, that's when the that's when B.D. Wong says, "Yeah, raptors." And Neil looks up, "You bred raptors?" Yeah. It it does seem like a bad idea to me, um, mostly because this is supposed to be like an amusement park for kids mm-hmm. to see dinosaurs. Why would you create raptors? Why would you create velociraptors? Why would you call, create T-Rexes? I mean, I guess uh, you can put them in a yeah, cage, but... but yeah, why don't you breed, like... At least initially, just stick with the fucking, you know, plant eaters yeah. before you go into the meat eaters. Yeah. And then a couple of years down the road, you could probably get into the meat eaters. Yes. I don't know. Yes. So that's when they go to the raptor cage <laughs> where it's. Yeah, let's lower the. We're lowering in a goat or we're something. Gonna, like, wasn't it was a, or cow. a cow. So there's a raptor cage where they're standing on like the. the uh, Top of one of the walls, looking down at it. Yep. Um, and that's when Panama Jackass is like, "We've got this wonderful Chilean sea bass for dinner." And that's they lower the cow down, and all of a sudden you're squealing, and just the cow gets just <laughs> obliterated. And the entire time the cow is getting obliterated. If you look, Panama Jackass is just looking at the other people with like this stare in his eyes, like, "Hey." I mean, I just found it interesting that how they made the Velociraptor into, like, this, you know, this this superior... Diabolical <laughs> figure, you know? They, they're they brilliant. You know, these fucking yes. dinosaurs are brilliant. They, they work as a team. They yes. take down their prey together. They hunt as packs. I mean, like, every possible, like, positive that. thing you could... Put to a, a killing machine, a killing pack. Yeah, yeah exactly. Was and they put all of this in the Velociraptor and say, "Here you go." And we're, you know, even to the point where, yeah, they could take down a T Rex. Yeah. Okay, mm, I don't know about that. So it's it's 
kind of they're creating this. It, it it almost feels like the magical dinosaur. Yeah, this is the, the magical, the magic evil dinosaur, the magic evil di- the nemesis. Yeah, you know, and they definitely do a lot to set that up, and then. Like you said, I mean, nowadays they're they know velociraptors were basically like turkeys. They're I mean, turkeys, it, yeah. so you know we we've now built this whole concept around a lie. They lied to us, those bastards. Yep. Anyway, let's fucking move on. Um, and even Indiana Jackass shows up, and that's what he, what you just said. He said to them, saying they're showing in signs of intelligence. They're testing the cages. They should be put down. Yeah. So then we're trans- which is the only intelligent thing he the says only in intelligent the whole thing he says. fucking movie. So then we're transported to the dinner with everyone, where uh, Panama Jackass is talking about what they're going to do, and the lawyers like, um, you know, we well, I, it, it, before we go on, just to to accentuate what you just said, mm-hmm. he's saying they're learning this, they're learning that. Okay, the other issue I have with this is they're not humans. So it's not like from generation to generation they would automatically, you know, consume all of the knowledge that their previous generation had. Mm-hmm. They would have to learn from from the start moving forward. And that's kind of one of those things that I didn't like about Jurassic World with the the whole blue thing and and you know, they were training the velociraptors in right. in Jurassic World. But in this one it's like, okay, it's just like, okay, we one dies, and then the next generation is smarter than the previous. That's not how it works. That's, that's not, not how it works it, in anything don't... else other than humans. It's never been – it's very rare. Yes. It's not, it's not that it's never been because I've seen – there is actually some scientific proof that it does happen, mm-hmm. which is where you come down with the, you know, monkeys have a language of their own thing. But – Overall, it's not something that generally happens. Right. Anyway, let's move let's on. Let's move on because we, we are drastically behind. Okay, dude. Of, no, I'm just saying. Move so There's along. dinner of everyone. Um, Panama Jackass said he spared no expense with all the, you know, the, the layout they've done, the dinner and all that. Right. He wants everybody to come. And the lawyer's like, oh, because the lawyer's all about the money. And mm-hmm. cliche, you know, he's like, oh, we'll have a, uh, we'll have a coupon day. And that's when Goldblum chimes in saying, uh, Maybe operating a dinosaur park isn't a good idea. And he said one of the really great lines. I love this. You know, genetic power is the most powerful force known to men, and this didn't require any discipline at all. I think it's a powerful message hidden hidden in this in this movie. Um, the scientists are so obsessed with it. It's like just because they can, should they? Right, right. It's like should they? And this is this is the the part where I'm like, okay, this is bullshit. When the grandkids come up. Yes. What parent in their right... If my dad came up to me and said, Son, I developed a, 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 an island full of dinosaurs. Right. And I want the kids to come... I want your kids, you know, the grandkids to come see... Oh, and by the way, we're still kind of working out, <laughs> tweaking, the, tweaking the environment. Tweaking the environment. I'll be like... Are you out of your fucking mind, man? <laughs> well, at first I'd be like, did you put a T-Rex in there, Dad? <laughs> well, well, yes, son. Are you out of your fucking mind, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. Uh, you put a T-Rex, didn't you? Moron. You, I mean, are you shitting me? Yeah. I, 
I don't understand that. I, the park is not up and functional. If the park was up and functional, and it makes a little your, bit more sense. But yeah. this is not that. Not that. So uh, that's why it, I know I keep going back to Jurassic World, but it's the same basic storyline. They have they send the two kids, but it's a working park. It's right. a real fucking thing. So, then working park. it's not a you know dream, a pipe dream that we're still working on. Right. Joseph Mazzello, who plays the kid, young Tim, he actually tried out for Hook, but Spielberg liked him so much, he said he was going to put him in the I actually like the kid in Hook better. In Hook. In Hook. Now, the next part is lots of skipping back and forth during the tour, because you're going from... um, I love Hook, actually. The headquarters, and them going through... They get in these two... um, They're not exactly... I guess they're Jeeps, but they're a different type of Jeep. And they're they're on, like, a Disney rail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's weird, and uh, so they're on the they're on the tracks. They have like these touch screens for when it was. It was you know remarkable. The kids want to go with Grant, and the Grant doesn't have anything to do with the kids. He wants to show them how they get torn up by a raptor. So the kids end up with a lawyer, and then Goldblum, Dern, and uh, Neil all end up in the same jeep. Right. Um, then you have this narrator, which again. Um, isn't it the Panama Jack narrator? Isn't he narrating? No, it's it's uh, actually in, Crit- in Crichton's original novel. He specifically mentions that the Jurassic Park audio tour is narrated by Golden Globe award-winning actor Richard Kiley. So of course oh. Spielberg hired Kiley to provide the voiceover in the park vehicles. Oh, okay. And I think Neil or someone mentions that, and that's when he's like, "Spare no expense." Oh. Um. So in the control room, as they start off this tour, there's a fucking hurricane warning. Nobody's like, you know what? Maybe we can wait for tomorrow because why do they need it, you know, right then and there? Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I mean, why do you take these unnecessary risks? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make fucking sense to take these unnecessary risks. And then on top of that, to send your grandkids out in this mess? It's just, yeah, he was like, you know what? Yeah, just, just Panama jacket, just. Come on, really? Um, and actually, I mentioned it before, but uh, Hurricane Nikki actually hit the island during the filming of this uh, this film. Yes. So, um, so then you see the icon- iconic scene of then going into Jurassic Park with that big, huge gate. It's probably one of the most, like, you know. Yeah. You know, when you think of Jurassic Park, that's one of the things. You yeah, think that's of what the you logo, think of. and then the, the big wooden gates look like. King there's Kong's two. See, there. There's two things you think of. It's that. Entering into the park thing, and then the T Rex mm-hmm. uh, with the sign. That, yes. I mean that you. Yes. Those are the two things the that two, you think yes. of when you think of Jurassic Park. Yes. Um, and as they're going through, they start off seeing nothing at all. Meanwhile, back at the control room, which of course is just a boring tour, a bo- which would yeah. happen. Which would absolutely, which would absolutely happen. Right. Back at the control room, Jackson is is like working all the bugs, is shooting everything. Because, like, oh, we got to fix this bug, got to fix this bug. The headlight's not working here. Meanwhile, uh, uh, Newman's over there. He's, his desk is full of Cheetos and just everything he's ate in the past hour. Yeah. About 10,000 calories. Um, drinking a jolt, of course. He's drinking a jolt. He says, uh, he's, and he's bitching about money and how he couldn't fix everything. Um, then we switch back over where the Jeep's coming up to the T-Rex pen. And then the Jeep's stop because mm-hmm. that's a great idea. That's a great idea to stop the Jeeps in front of the freaking T-Rex pen. Well, I think that it would stop temporarily mm-hmm. 
to give them a chance to look out into the pen to see something. But it would stop. Like, if you were on one of these tours, it would drive for a while, it would get to a spot, and it would stop. And then it would tell you a little story, and then you would then move to the next section. Right. And the next section. I kind of get that, but the fact that they have a toilet there is kind of weird to me because you would assume that they wouldn't be allowed to get out of the fucking yeah. Jeep. Why would you have a toilet there? <laughs> and, it was, and it was in a public area, too. Make you know. Yeah, yeah, it do, it looks like it's specifically there for yeah. the people on the tour, which makes no sense because if you're on a unguided tour like that, mm-hmm. those doors would be locked. You right. would be seatbelted in and not allowed to get out right. because any number of things could go wrong. Yes, and then the fucking van, the jeep could take off without you. Yeah, and you'd be stuck. And you'd be you'd stuck be there. So food. None of that makes any sense. Yeah. So then, um. Uh, Goldblum eventually says, uh, he says, uh, God creates dinosaurs, God destroys dinosaurs, God creates man, man creates dinosaurs, dinosaurs destroy men, and Dern's like, and women rule the earth, because we didn't mention that all the, all the dinosaurs are women. <laughs> um, so, they, they, uh, headquarters... It was an okay line, though. Okay. I mean, you know, she does, the role does have a feminist tint to it, um, but it's not over the top. It's not beating it's not, the shit out of you with nowadays. it. I agree. It's not, you know, nowadays. so I, it's, you know, I never minded it, but I think the problem is, is it would have been nicer coming out of a different, you know, I think it would have worked better if it wasn't Laura Dern. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I don't hate Laura Dern. I just, just don't, been better I think that there's other actresses that could have done this role. Correct. Better. Correct. So, um, they eventually put a goat out to try to entice the T-Rex to come out. Yeah, it's another thing that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> Let's chum the water. Essentially. We're going to chum the water. Um, nothing happens as they're waiting. <laughs> that's, yeah. Jeep start off. That's when Goldblum looks into the camera. Eventually, you're going to see dinosaurs in this ride. Um, that's when Goldblum starts to explain chaos theory with the water and the butterfly and... Um, they stop at the neck. The jeep stops at the next pen, and everybody gets out because um, there was this was the Triceratops. Right. So they go down the Triceratops. And the Triceratops is leaned over. He's sick, and the person they hired to work there doesn't have a clue. Yeah. The, the literally <laughs> the do, the dinosaur doctor has no idea what to do. So the paleobotanist mm-hmm. is going to give her the solution. Which didn't it end up being she ate some bad bark or some nonsense? I don't remember. It was some some uh, berries or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, they actually we don't really get an answer to why he's sick in the movie. Um, but Michael Crichton's novel and screenplay, um, which he actually says is a stegosaurus, uh-huh. says that the dinosaur lacks suitable teeth for the chewing, and so like birds. They would swallow rocks and use them to grind food in the digestive tract. After six weeks, the rocks would become too smooth to be useful, and the animal would regurgitate them. When finding new rocks to use, Triceratops also swallowed toxic berries. Gotcha. So that's what that's what happened. Um, you just got a bellyache. Yeah, got a bellyache. Meanwhile, back in the control room, they're still fretting about this hurricane that keeps on going. And Samuel Jack's like, it's not a good idea to continue, but... Panama Jack is now we're gonna. How get- did I get all these goddamn dinosaurs on this motherfucking island? 
Uh, no, I'm sorry. I guess the line would be, how did all these motherfucking dinosaurs get on this motherfucking island? <laughs> that would be the line. Yep, yep. So, uh, God, that movie is so bad, but it's so it's bad. just one of those movies that you just love to watch it. It's so bad. <laughs> so, how did all these motherfucking snakes get on this motherfucking plane? And you know there was a sequel to that, right? No. Snakes on a train. Oh no, no, there wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Was Jackson in it? I don't think Jackson was in it. I think it, I think they found like one of the you know lesser black actors. Like I know the guy. I think it was Malik um, uh, Macaulay uh, something. Uh, but it, it's just Shitty. it was just a really, really, really bad movie. Shitty. Snakes on a train. Stupid. Just get off the fucking train, man. <laughs> the Seriously. Make sense. Seriously, just jump out the freaking window. You'll be fine. <laughs> uh, so next scene's back in the head- headquarters. They're dealing with the Triceratops. And I think um, Dern says she's going to stay with the Triceratops because she's a paleobotanist. Yeah, and that makes perfect sense. And then the rest of them go back to the... Because the, uh, she's, the a, you know, a doctor. Stupid. Um Back at headquarters, the paleontologist who paleonto- who would actually know something about dinosaurs, he leaves. Yep, makes sense. So then Dennis back at headquarters starts his whole ruse where he's gonna put some virus in the computers or something like that, which actually is supposed to allow him to get down to the docks with the embryos. Right. So he's shutting down gates at a certain amount of time so he can get through without with going unnoticed and. You know, he's taught. Meanwhile, the hurricane's going through as well, coming through right now as well, because he gets on the phone and this video phone that doesn't exist back then, and talks to the guy at the docks, saying like, "I'm running a little bit late." He's like, "We can't," you know. And at the docks, you see this, you know, it's just downpouring. Yeah, this this downpouring. Um, so fat ass Dennis starts setting off the uh, the virus. Meanwhile, this entire thing's um, that that whole. Well, I just talked about the the uh, communication with the video phone. Mm-hmm. You can actually see the QuickTime video playing on the screen. That little moving bar, you can see that. Oh, can you? So, so they screw that up. Um, meanwhile, the the um, let's see, hold on. Because uh, this would have been super super early oh, yeah. internet. Like internet would have been right around the same time. But you're talking AOL mm-hmm. still. Yes. Dial up type shit. Yes. So Dennis leaves, Goldblum and friends get back in the Jeep where they start going down again. Um, and Dennis has been gone for a while. They go check Dennis's computer and they're locked out of it. And they realize that uh, the phones are out, everything is out, and there are certain gates that are being closed down. Right. So then we return to the T-Rex pen because the Jeeps... <laughs> just stayed there. <laughs> just, stay, just stay there. Um it's raining outside, so the den- the, uh, the hurricane's coming through. Uh, Dennis steals the embryos, and then uh, as things go, going, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know why they the the electric pen would have had to come down. I don't know why would that be on the same mm-hmm. system at all. I, I have no idea. It doesn't make sense. It no. does not make sense. And None of this. Why would they sense. have an escape route through a T Rex place anyway? Does, I don't. I don't know. Why would you go through the T Rex pen? To get to the 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 docks. No, 
you would think the docks would be on the other side, you know, far, far away from the man-eating dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Just my, you know, uh, my critique. Yeah, it's, I, it doesn't make sense. So they're, they're in these two Jeeps. The two groups are in these Jeeps. Um, <clears throat> the kids start playing with the night goggles. Laura's like, oh, those are expensive and all that. And the meanwhile, you see, you hear this in the background. There's this cup of water on uh, the uh, dashboard. Yeah, it's a very iconic scene. Very iconic scene. And you see it start rippling. Yeah. And then uh, as the kids are looking through the the night goggles, they look over and the goat's gone. And this is when you see, hello, T-Rex. Yeah. As he he, uh, roars, you know, swallows the goat and then goes after the... uh, the uh, the wire and realizes mm-hmm. no that it's no electric. Lawyer hightails it out of there. Right, right to the shitter. Which, which with the with a public shitter in the middle of the tour. Yeah. Again, again, uh, wouldn't was not in the book at all. Not in the book at all. He was the hero. Um, so then T Rex uh, looks over, um, runs to the shit house. T Rex escapes. And then you have the whole uh, the whole scene with uh, the T Rex going back and forth between the two jeeps, mm-hmm. and Sam Neill's like, "Oh, they got the lights on." You know, he responds to movement. This is where the thing is: the idea that a T Rex responds to just movement. Right. That's the way it sees. So, with the lights, the T Rex is seeing the lights mm-hmm. where, when the jeep where the kids are. Meanwhile, Neil and uh, Goldblum and Dern are like, I mean, Dern's not there. Neil and Goldblum, no, 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 no. So. Hold on. Uh, uh, and the T Rex starts screwing with the uh, the Jeep, flipping it over. Right. This is another iconic scene where you see the the, the T Rex go adjacent or, or yeah adjacent with a Jeep. Kid flashes the light bulb. Over. That would be adjacent. Adjacent. Adjacent to the Jeep. <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Um, it's different pronunciations. Yes. Um. And then uh, lights uh, alerts the dinosaur, the T Rex, who then flips over the Jeep. Right. Uh, flips over the Jeep, starts crashing down. I'm not doesn't flip over the Jeep yet. He goes to the uh, the glass because the Jeeps have the glass ceiling or the glass roof. Right. Um, and in this scene, when the when the T Rex comes down the roof, the explore it's explore. I'm sorry, and the 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 the, the uh, roof caves in. It has a um, glass roof. Yeah, the glass roof. The glass wasn't meant. Or to, you just the sun roof. No, it was a glass roof. It was a glass roof. Oh, okay. It was specially built. The glass wasn't meant to break, but it did break, and that's why the kids were actually the kids. That screaming was a legitimate screaming. Oh, okay. They were scared. That's what Neil Goldblum's distract the uh, with flares. Right. And uh, Neil has him distracted. He throws a flare back into the T-Rex pen because the T-Rex uh, uh, responds to movement. The T-Rex is about to go that way, but then Goldblum lights off another flare <laughs> and throws into the shit house. Right. And that's when the dinosaur so it goes the blows other way. over the shit house and ends up eating the lawyer. Right. Which yeah. is just there for comedic purpose. But yeah. it... Yeah. Um, Neil rescues the kids. Um... Lawyer ends up as getting killed. Nobody cares about the lawyer. No rescue kids, and the truck gets. Well, they the lawyer left the two kids yeah. there Who to fend the for themselves. I, I hate the lawyer in this movie. I hate the lawyer in the movie. I don't care about. You movie. know, I mean, why would anybody give a shit? Yeah, 
Um, you know, Sam Neill actually got injured in the scene with a flare. He dropped some burning phosphorus on him under his watch and took a chunk of arm out. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. seems excessive. Yeah. Um, if you thought, let's see, uh, thanks to rain, the animatronic T-Rex would frequently short-circuit and come alive at random times. Oh, oh, that would probably be scary as shit. Producer Kathleen Kennedy said, we'd be like eating lunch and all of a sudden a T-Rex would come alive. At first we didn't know what was happening, then we realized it was the rain. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy. Can, do we even have time to talk about Kathleen Kennedy? No, we really don't. We're an hour and 15 you, minutes. I really wish you hadn't even brought her up. <laughs> Let me just put it to you this way. She's Satan. Go on. SJW Satan. Go on. No, it's all right. We can move on. Let's well, get through this. Yeah, what do you what do you want to what do you want to say about Satan? Dude, we could we could I, I literally could talk about her for the next hour. So we don't need to. Okay. Um meanwhile the the control room. All you need to know is that she parlayed being a producer on this movie and a couple other Steven Spielberg movies that did well into being the main person at Disney's creative. Ugh. She's the one that was in charge of Star Wars. She's Ugh. the one that's in charge of... She's technically in charge of Marvel, even though Kevin Feige does, is, makes all the decisions yes. on that. But she's the one that's in charge of Disney, essentially. Ugh. Ugh. She's just a... Hard, all those SJW decisions that are being made are being made by her. She's the one that came out and had so the, she is Satan. the forces female. Remember when oh. they came out with the um, the the Last Jedi? No, they had four women standing there. One of them was the actress, and one was her. I don't remember who the other two were, and they all had the shirts that said "The Force is female." That's disgusting. So it, she's just a a steaming pile. She's that pile of shit from the Triceratops. Yeah. She is that pile yeah. of shit. That shit actually dressed her up as that pile of shit. <laughs> they didn't have to do a whole lot of cosmetic then. So anyway, let's move on. Um, <laughs> staying to the control room, Jackson doesn't know how to get out of line. That's when Panama Jackass realizes, you know what? My kids, might, my grandkids might be in trouble. Yeah, you think. And that's yeah. when Indiana Jackass... Fucking moron. Um, ...is going to go rescue the grandchildren in his, the Jeep finally. And Dern, useless Dern, Dern says, I'll go with you. Um... Then we have where the... I can't get Jurassic Park back online without <laughs> Jurassic ass. Yeah, Newman. I just wrote that down. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I didn't think it was a line in the movie. I didn't remember yeah. it. Then we have this whole scene where uh, Newman, or whatever his name is, is going through... Uh, he's, he's trying to haul ass to the dock to get there in time for the hurricane. Yeah, and he runs into uh, the Jeep, kind of goes off the road. Goes and off the road. Into this, like, I don't know how to describe it other than, like, a landslide somewhat. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a waterfall slash landslide. He, you know, he needs to find a way to get the Jeep unstuck. Right. And that's when a little tiny dinosaur shows up, and he's all cute and everything. Mm. And then he, his, the sides all spring like out a cobra. on it. <laughs> Right, and he starts making the sound like, uh, you know, like a fucking rattler. The rattler. And spits then venom spits this venom shit in his face, which, you know, blinds him and mm -hmm. I guess kind of 
f- starts fucking him up, and then he gets attacked by a couple of these dinosaurs. Yeah, he gets back in the Jeep, closes the door, and there's another one of the dinosaurs. The Dil- Sitting right next to him. It's the Dilophosaurus. Uh, Dil- yeah, I don't know. Um, and then you just see the scene outside the Jeep. It was the Jeep cute dinosaur, then turned evil, evil dinosaur, yes. snake dinosaur. Yes, and just <laughs> destroys destroys them. Right. Uh, Michael Crichton, author of the original novel, invented the dino's deadly venom spitting ability, and Spielberg added the terrifying rattling neck frill in the real life. Yeah. In real life, the Lophosaurus didn't have <laughs> either of these traits. Well, I don't think it would. <laughs> But you have to. I mean, it makes sense that like you make some shit. Ve- it's like a cobra. It's, like a sp- it's what it is. It's, it's a, a it's a spitting cobra. Yeah, because those exist. So they literally just took that concept, the the spitting cobra and the rattler, mm-hmm. and then gave them that weird like butterfly wings on the sides of their heads. Yes, which yes. makes it look like they're cute. Right. You know. Right. So we have the next scene is kids and Neil are escaping the, the Tyrannosaurus uh, Rex pan, but the boy stuck up in the yeah, Jeep. Yeah, I fucking hate this scene. Yeah. I hated this scene. He goes to rescue the kid, and the kid's all embarrassed because he threw up. It's like, yeah. get over yourself. You're about to Seriously, die. Seriously, yeah. Fucking, the, the whole Jeep was just on your leg, okay? Yes. You were pinned down below a Jeep, and now you're upset because you threw up? Really? Yes. And he's climbing up this fucking thing like he's not a paleontologist, like this he's some Harrison kind of gymnast. Form, this is where Harrison Form would have called, called you know. Yeah, and it. then he gets the kid out, mm-hmm. and then he starts bringing the kid down, but the kid doesn't want to move. And then, suddenly, the Jeep starts falling yeah. down on top of them. Why it's not? like, okay, seriously, there's zero chance that they would survive. Just zero. There's no way they would get down this fucking tree in time, and it's nonsense. And then when they finally get down, and the Jeep, like, basically lands right on top of them, but they're underneath the the stump. Yeah, this is stupid. The whole thing is just over-the-top nonsense. Over-the-top nonsense. Meanwhile, up above, that's when Dern and uh, Indiana Jackass show up. One Jeep, one one of the explorers is gone. But they do find Goldblum and bits of the lawyer. They they take Goldblum out, and then the T Rex shows up and starts chasing them in the jeep. But they eventually lose um, the T Rex. Right, which I I I don't. Could the T Rex run at thirty five yeah, to fast. fifty miles yes. an hour? I don't know. It was I've, fast. Well, they sped up eventually to fifty five, where they couldn't get, get called. But T Rex was fast. Okay. Twenty well, third. I think that the whole I mean, it had, scene was, it was a cool scene. It was big ass muscular legs because they had their little small tiny arms in front. Yeah. I mean it, it was basically a bench worth of shit. A car chase. Yeah, it was a car chase. But it was a cool enough car chase. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile the kids and Neil escape up to a tree where they're looking at um brontosauruses and the and the uh and you see them cuddle up against. I don't the, even know I don't know that they were brontosauruses, they were. They but were they were something like brontosaurus. So back at Jurassic Park gift shop, <laughs> Panama Jackass and Dern are eating ice cream. Yeah, um, and tons and tons of ice cream. T- but Panama because it's going to melt. But Panama Jackass is like, you know, next time it's going to be perfect. We're, he's still all about this park. Yeah, people are getting eaten. And then Dern's like, she really didn't have respect for the, or she didn't have enough respect for the place. It's like you just got there a couple hours ago. It's not like you've been 
head, you know, head over heels with this place for months. Right. And it's like they had their some bag and bullshit. Then she says, this is some really nice ice cream. And he's like, spared no expense. Yeah, and then this one scene came up, and I just didn't, I didn't understand this next scene at all. Like, she just takes the ice cream and starts spreading it all over her naked tits, and then <laughs> Panama Jack just just starts going to that, town on her. That must like, have been what the, the fuck version. was going that's on. That's not here. the scene. That, that's not the version that I had. Oh, that's okay. that Jenna Jameson uh, <laughs> network you've been watching, apparently. Right. Anyway, so let's move on. Um. Sounds like a great scene now. I'll have, have to rent that. I'm sure I missed some other scenes too. It must have been the extended version that I have. Extended widescreen version. Right. Um, uh, so we see a boring scene where Neil and the kids. Yeah, are the and it's just, and this whole scene is just to kind of show how they're, uh, the kids and him are getting along yeah, now. He's, he's starting open. He's, he's cool. looking like a father yeah, to it's these a father two figure. kids. Then they climb down because it's the next morning, and as they're walking, they come across some cracked eggs, and that's when Neil's like, uh, "Yeah, that's where the whole asexual reproduction part of it, and the you know, uh, nature will find a way bullshit yeah. yes. that that Goldblum was talking about earlier yes. in the movie. And that's all when comes yeah. to fruition. He's like, "Wait a second. Neil's like, as he's looking at him, "Wait a second. West African frogs sometimes change sexes. Yeah, conveniently enough. Yes. So there's only two people, there's two animals in the entire world, history, that can change sexes. And they just choose the one, one of the two. Yeah, the other one <laughs> that happen to be humans. <laughs> I don't think the humans Spontaneously can. change genders. Yeah, right. Um So we're back at the control room where uh, Panama Jackass convinces everyone the only way to get... Jurassic Park online is to reboot everything. And shut yeah, down we're going to shut everything down and turn. It's you know, it, it's the IT crowd. <laughs> you know, did you turn it off and turn it back on? <laughs> That's the, the fucking well, answer to I like every the help fact desk question. Newman just left them high and dry. Oh, yeah. he was a diabolical. He ass. was just he didn't give he, a he, shit. He was waiting for the entire. He, 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 all these people were going to die. Who oh, cares? Yeah. Oh yeah. Who cares? I don't think he gave two shits. No, no. Um, so Jackson shuts down the entire system. Hold on to your butts. Um, yeah. And they realize. I, I, as much as I think everybody loves Sam Jackson, okay? I, I don't know anybody who hates Sam Jackson no. and hates everything he does. I don't know anybody like that. No. This is not a great role for Sam Jackson. No, it's Like, not. first off, he looks older in this movie with hair than he does in 2019 doing Captain Marvel, okay? Right. I mean, he, <laughs> he looks like he's yes. 70 fucking years hair, old, and then he's chain-smoking the whole time, <laughs> which just, like, uh, I don't know if we've gotten to a point in society where, like, the chain-smoking bothers you at this point, mm. but it wasn't just that. It was, it was kind of, like, all cliche-ish. Yeah. You know, because he's lighting one cigarette with the last cigarette. Yeah, it's it's, so it's just, as cliche this movie as it's basically just fucking, uh, he's, uh, he's this stressed out that he has to be chain smoking. You don't need to be like, working there on. if he's that stressed out with a bunch of dinosaurs. No, and if where the fuck playing. is everybody else? Why is it just Newman and him? And those are the only two. And what the fuck, if Newman is the coder, then what is he? 
He's, he's is he the electrical engineer? He's a janitor. <laughs> Yet if he's the electrical engineer, then why was it that Panama Jack was the one that says we've got to shut everything down and restart it? I I don't understand what the fuck he's supposed to be. Yeah, just he's mm. just Sam Jackson. Yeah, just just yeah. So what happens is he's going to have to go. Jackson volunteers to go to the. The shed across the the uh, the park, not a, not across the park, but the area they're in to go uh, turn the circuit breakers back on. Right, by turning it off because why would the circuit breakers be in the fucking main control room? <laughs> they would be all the way to hell over in another section they, of the they park. They would be in the same park part of the park with the Raptors. Yeah, because that makes perfect sense. <sighs> Safety, not a concern. I Safety, don't. not a concern. I mean, even if you say the Raptors got out of their cage. Why the fuck would it be so far away? Why wouldn't you have an underground tunnel going right to it, considering the fact that if you go to Disney World, okay, there is, like, kind of a main central area, yes. okay? And then there's all these other, like, parts. That, you know, there's these different places that you can go in Disney. In Disney. Yes. So then, like, underneath, there are power... There's central power stations. There's multiple because you couldn't have just one. You'd right. have to have multiple. Well, you can literally go from the main areas underground yes. to these other areas yes. because, and that's where all the people put on their suits and they wear, you know, they have their lockers down there. Everything is underground. So why would you not have that in a Jurassic Park, which is essentially supposed to be like 20 years into the future, yeah, safe. when they had that in yes. like 1910 in fucking Disney World? Yes. It's Spare no expense. Yeah. I, none of this makes sense, dude. I really... Realize. I couldn't believe how it just didn't hold up. How, how easily I think we were enamored with... The dinosaurs yes. in 93. We were just enamored with that the CGI. That common sense just went out the window. We just didn't pay any goddamn attention to how bad the fucking movie was. Yeah. And I guess at the time, you know, him being a chain-smoking, you know, cliche would have been fine. Now, 30 years later, we're like, like eh, it doesn't really make sense. Is that your wife calling? No. No. Yeah. Yet. We got to get it done. Yes. Um. <clears throat> so where are we? Uh, shut down to the circuit breaker. Go and then uh, then we see Neil and the kids. They're they're trying to make their way back to headquarters, even though he doesn't have a map of the place. Yeah, I would. This is the, the first time he's been there, but somehow he's he exactly managing to, to fucking. I know where to go. Exactly. So uh, that's when they see the ostrich herd or the prehistoric ostriches come, and then they, the ostriches change uh, direction. direction right towards them. They're going in a herd. They're going in a herd. Look, they're almost changing directions of the predators after them. So they find a tree that the that the a prehistoric tree that was just laying there. Laying there. And they just jump over. Jump over. Right. And as they jump over, they see one of the ostriches get attacked by it. The T Rex just comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Kills the uh, one ostrich and Neil's like, Look how it eats. <laughs> I bet you'll never look at birds the same way. Yeah. This guy's a psychopath. <laughs> He's a psychopath. He will, yeah. I mean, I guess I could see how he would be in awe of the dinosaurs. I mean, he spends his entire life trying to learn 
how these dinosaurs interacted with each other, how they would be, and then he gets to see it in real life. I think that it would be like, I you know, somebody who spends their entire life trying to cure cancer, and then their mother gets cancer, right. and they cure it and save their mother's life. Right. You you know what I mean? It's it's that it's to that level where I get him being completely just in the zone with it. I, and I don't hate that. I just. No, nah, I don't know. I think it's shitty. I, think it's uh, stupid. I didn't hate so it. So we're more back and forth because we're, we're getting to a crescendo here. Right, right. So back at the headquarters, the power. So still one of the ways on. that, just like Con Air, if you go back to our Con Air show, one of the ways to, in you know, make things more intense is to just keep jumping scenes quicker and quicker and quicker. So you're only sticking with yeah. one piece of action for you know. First, it's like yeah. a minute. Then it's like thirty, 30 seconds, seconds, and then twenty seconds. And the reason you do that is because the more fat, the more jumping you do, the more fast paced it seems, even if nothing is actually happening. Yeah. Which technically, with the kids and Sam Neil, nothing is really happening. They're just kind of walking. They're back. walking. Well, the kids and Sam Neil come up against a T Rex fence. Yeah, which they're not sure if the power's on. Right. He throws a stick, nothing happens, then he goes Yeah, to because grab a it. stick would do what? Nothing. It's not a stick does not fucking, you know. So then he grabs the actual electric fence and acts like he gets shocked. Yeah, that was funny. Like, Dude, that was and funny. The girl freaks Come on. out. Yeah. And he's like, I'm okay. And he's like, and the kid's like, oh, it was funny. You know, that's a then he tries to like his acting here is horrible. Yes. Is, he tries to act like he's gonna get through the fence, but the yet you have to watch the acting is just it is, and it is. even even the shock scene, like his acting on that is not great, but I thought the scene was funny. I, was funny. I, I didn't hate the scene. But then like they get out of top, then he's coming down the other side, and the kid is afraid. Is, is afraid. Meanwhile, he's literally just fell out of a fucking tree, and a truck came jumping yeah. down after him, yet he's afraid to climb down the fence. Meanwhile... The Sam Jackson Sam, and Sam no, Sam gone. Jackson's dead. Laura so Dern. Laura Dern shuts everything down. No, 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 no. We we got to get to a port part. You missed it. It's when Indiana Jackass and Dern are, are going towards them. They they leave. Oh the right, because I forgot. Yeah, they yeah. go. They're going to the maintenance shed. They have to go yeah. through some uh, gates mm-hmm. by the Raptor pen, and that's when Indiana Jackass stops. He's like, "Hold on, we're being hunted." Yeah, and tells her to keep going. And she goes down to the maintenance shed, starts switching everything on at the same time that the kid is climbing on the fence. So they're going back and forth. She eventually um, gets everything on um, almost. Back up top, Indiana Jackass sees a velociraptor. Starts see, going I don't see how you keep calling him Indiana Jackass. Mostly because Indiana Jones was not Australian. Okay, crocodile done jackass. I don't know. What do you want me to call my voice. I is liked going, mine. My voice is going out. Okay, well, let's get done. We're almost there. No, we're not, because one of the best the best part about the movie is coming up. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, Indiana Jack, I mean, Crocodile Dun Jackass gets obliterated <laughs> by the Raptor. Crocodile douche. Because he's like hunting one. He, he's taking the shotgun, getting it out, aiming at the Raptor. Meanwhile, since the pack animal, yeah, the other other Raptor comes out. At his side. Clever girl. Like, dude, just whip the shotgun and try blowing its head off. So Laura Dern then switches the last power button, which happens to be the T-Rex fence, all right. at the bottom, and shoots the kid off. Right. And he flies off. 
Um, well, she shuts everything down and then she starts it all back up. And the last one is the the T Rex fence. And when he does it, it shoots the kid across yes, in this like Thanks. animatic way. Yes. And he, you know, he's got case. his fucking hair up and all that nonsense. Yes. It's just I hated it. Yes. I don't like that. No, it's it's cliche. So somehow the raptor gets inside the maintenance shed with Laura Dern. So she has to right. lock him inside. Because he can open doors now. Correct. Because he can open doors now. And she's uh, running across. That's right. She She's like backing off. Jackson's arm comes out of the wires. Um, it's in the like Unix system. I know Unix. Yeah, we're getting to that. Yeah, I know. So Neil and kids are coming back to HQ. Neil leaves. So they they go into HQ, like the cafeteria part of HQ. Um, he needs to find a doctor for uh, Timmy the kid. And he's like, stay put, because I'm going to leave kids where dinosaurs are all over the damn place. And here we are with the best part of the entire movie, is you see Laura Dern's big fat ass. <laughs> it's the, the camera angle is from behind. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, I think so. This is the best Laura Dern's ass shot, as, as she sees Neil. Yeah. I mean, that screen is just full ass. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it full yeah, of ass. Doesn't make a lot of sense why they would go there. <laughs> Spielberg probably had a thing. So, uh, Laura Dern is is Laura Dern is like all ass, all, all that. But I'm saying like she's like she's not hot, but she's not horrible. But she's she's like one of those girls. Like you know what? Yeah, I can I can see it. So anyway, she seems attainable to you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, she still wouldn't look in my direction. Oh. Damn. Anyway, so she runs into Neil. Say to run because the Raptors are out. Meanwhile, back in the cafeteria, the kids see the silhouette of the uh, the Velociraptor come their way. They hijinks and sue as they escape to the kitchen. Yes. They eventually run back into Neil and Dern, who are looking for them. Right. They go down to uh, another yeah. computer room. Somehow they they slightly outsmart these Velociraptors. Yeah, and and it also shows the Velociraptors can open doors too. That, and then you get to see the whole claw thing. Yeah, you know because he's sitting there That's tapping right. the claw, and you know pack they, animals and all that. Right. It's just, ugh. yeah. And then as they go down to the uh, another computer room. The door won't lock because everything is is uh, electronic, and that's when Lex, who is a computer hacker, uh, sees his ancient Unix system, um, which she boots everything up with. Yeah, um, which doesn't make sense because that Unix system was never used. That three D file system, it's ancient, as you know, um, and it was uh, nobody's ever found a practical use for it. It's just visual. It's it's the same thing for like hackers. Yes. You remember hackers? They had yes. that. You had to have that visual that concept visual, yes. to it so that people to tell could, a story. Yeah. If you don't, then all you're looking at is a bunch of fucking, you know, screens of text yes. that don't make any sense anyway. Right. So the next scene you have is uh well next thing, so the door everything comes online Jurassic Park comes online that's when Neil calls uh. Panama jackass. Mr. Hammond, the phones are working. Um, tell them to send the helicopters. Right. The raptors break through and then, you know, Grunt! 
Oh. Uh, they escape. So Neil, the kids, and Dern escape to the ventilation system where Neil sidekicks a dinosaur. <laughs> like literally sidekick, karate yeah. kicks him. Um, this is the big finale when they, the ventilation, this is it. Or the end. This is the end. When a ventilation system where um, they escape through the ventilation system down onto the fossil, the T-Rex uh, fossil. Room. Right, right um, on top of it. And then, but the velociraptors are there. And they surround them like pack animals. Yeah. And then that's when the actual T-Rex comes out of nowhere and just obliterates the Velociraptors. <coughs> and they, so T-Rex out of nowhere? Yes. Kind of like an RKO? Kind of like an RKO. <laughs> Originally, the Jurassic Park was to end with Grant saving the kids from the raptors. He was going to shoot one dead and then use a mechanical T-Rex skeleton in the foyer to kill the other. Okay. Spielberg realized he needed one last triumphant return for the T-Rex, and so changing the ending to include him in the him in maybe his light change explains a long debate of questions of how the T-Rex seems to appear out of nowhere. I I didn't hate it. Like they have the battle between the Velociraptors and the T-Rex. It's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a cool scene. It's kind of a cool scene. Yeah. Um, overall, it just. <sighs> If you really start breaking it down, like, I don't think any dinosaurs were killed in this movie. I don't remember. The one I, other than the, I'm not talking dinosaur killing dinosaur doesn't count. Oh. Humans killing dinosaurs. Can no. you remember no, one, not one human killing a dinosaur? I don't remember a... I don't know that he ever got a shot off. Crocodile douchey. I don't think no, he ever got a shot. The shotgun off. was never fired. Uh, they didn't I don't have think they had a shot early in the movie. It just, I, I mean, it just it just, d- it just doesn't make any fucking sense. No, no, no sense. Why would you t- you go out into the middle of this thing to reset everything? You didn't take a fucking weapon. You didn't take a machete. Stupid. Anything. Laura Dern with your big <laughs> fat ass. <laughs> big fat ass. It just. I mean, come All on. Ass. And where's everybody else? Where are all the other fucking people? They you know, left. the woman who was like su- was sifting through the the t- the shit. They all left. Or oh, they got eight. <laughs> they, they were obliterated by the dinosaurs, but nobody cares. So they escape with the jeep. Neil jumps in. I'm not going to endorse your park. All the fucking what? What happened to all the scientists that were? They're all eight. <laughs> they're all raptor food. Just, they're all just, big piles of they shit don't around the island. Say anything There's about any of them. There's a bunch of piles of shit around the island with human bones in them. Right. So that's when you see him escape through the helicopter. Uh, Panama looks one last uh, look in the back. You hear this roaring, and then that's it. With the birds flying in the background, and then Jurassic Park is over. Jurassic Park was indirectly responsible for Star Wars Episode One. How was that, Jim? After completing principal photography in Jurassic Park, Spielberg left the post-production process early in order to start making Schindler's List, and he left George Lucas in charge of overseeing the film's digital effects. And it was while doing this that Lucas saw the improvements that he had been in, made in CGI and decided that he could make his long-awaited Star Wars prequels. Mm. Everything okay? Yeah, I, I needed to stand up because my legs were falling asleep. Uh, so anyway, um, uh, what are you looking up there? Laura Darn's ass shot? 
No, I was actually trying to look for the list that I had. What list? And I can't seem to find it. The Maryland podcast list. Oh, yeah. So, as, as we said, you know, we're part of the Maryland, uh, Red Maryland, Maryland podcast month. And we, we, oh, here it is. we certainly want to, you go ahead and promote. <coughs> so, uh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. So yeah, so the uh, the podcasts that are part of the Maryland Podcast Month uh, would include Red Maryland Radio, the flagship show of Maryland's leading political news and opinion site, RedMaryland.com, uh, the Mark and Lowell Show, featuring WBAL's Lowell Miser, WBAL, and his long his lifelong friend Mark Ronick. The Kirk and the Crab, uh, featuring legendary Baltimore radio personality Kirk McEwen, and Jimmy's famous seafood John Minadakis. Sorry if I mispronounced that. I'm sure I did. Uh, the Langercast, featuring national politics coverage from WBAL News Radio 1090 and FM 101.5's The Andrew Langer Show and The Jerry Rogers Show. <clears throat> the Conduit Street Podcast, the podcast of Maryland's Association of Counties. These mostly are Maryland-based podcasts, yeah, but yeah. that makes sense. It's Maryland Podcast yeah. Month. Uh, the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Sharing top newses, stop, I'm sorry, top stories from the Annapolis area. Uh, the Maryland Crabs podcast, a rambling podcast covering the issues facing Marylanders sprinkled with Old Bay. Ugh. Sorry. I just didn't like that line. <laughs> and uh, then you have uh, Section 336, a personality-driven sports show. Featuring Josh Sorka, Matt Sorka, and Burt Road. And then us. Us. Yeah, JB's Movie Podcast. I don't like the uh, the description on that either. Oh, well. A show providing irreverent, irreverent views about movies from the 70s, 80s, and, to, and There's 90s. There's Laura Dern's ass. Yeah, that's a ridiculous ass <laughs> See, I told you. It's not necessary you Google, Google Laura Dern's ass Jurassic Park, and this pops up. Just a big old ass shot. It's just, it's, a, it's insane. So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, please, please check out all these other shows. Yes, please. Uh, I believe you can find it on Facebook, uh, Maryland Podcast or something like that. What What is it? The link? It's Maryland. Just type in Maryland Podcast Month. Okay. And then you'll get the you'll get the list. You just made the list. Is there anything else there, Jim? What's what's coming up next? Oh yeah. Jaws. Jaws. Your favorite horror movie, yeah. which is the best horror movie of all time. Yeah, which I, I don't have I have Suck a bad, a bad, a bad feeling that it's not gonna hold up. I just have a bad feeling about that. Sir. When's, when's the last time a movie has held up? I, it, I mean, there are iconic scenes in that movie that I. Uh, one of the movies. I mean, I can't. I don't remember. I don't have them memorized right. anymore. I did at one point in time, mm-hmm. but there's single. You know, there's so many catchphrase lines in there. There's so much. Uh, there I are, mean, 
Seriously, oh. I you know, and the cast is great too. Everything about that movie just reeks one of the awesomeness, best speeches and yet of all I time. Don't think it's going. Yeah, of course, the independent. The, Where uh, we are, yeah, USS Indianapolis. We're going to shit on this movie too. We're going to listen. I I fully admit it's my favorite horror movie. I have I had to, if, if you, none of you will ever be able to come to my house except my friends who listen to this. None of you will, will ever be able to come over here. None of you. But I'll just describe it. In my office, I have a poster of Jaws on the wall for a reason. Because it affected me when I was a kid. It affected me, too, and I'll tell that story next week. I'm sure. <laughs> I have stupid stories. Come on, I have. Well, I want to save them for the for the Yeah, we got to save them for Jaws. I mean, don't I have tell a feeling them Jaws will be more funny. Well, it'll be funnier, I should say. Yeah, I I think it will. I I um, this 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 episode not so not so funny. I don't know. It was all right. Who knows? It's fine. Who fuck knows? Somebody likes it. Somebody likes that shit. So then we'll do Empire Strikes Back with Scott Schaefer coming back. Yeah, Scott Schaefer making a second appearance. Yeah, appearance Scott. just so he can shit all over me. Apparently, that's going to be a great episode. We need a breather. This was a breather episode before yeah. the beatings continue. Yeah, yeah. I and I think that. Y- you know, there was a level of, uh, you know, I've had a whole day's worth of work. You've had a whole day's yes. worth of work. You've got kids. I've yeah, got, that does you know, I had it. to get up at fucking four o'clock this morning to get my kids ready for school. I didn't get any sleep, so. So it's just been <laughs> nonstop. And now it's, what, 930 at night. So yeah. it's it's a long yeah. goddamn day. So, But the next ones will be recorded during the weekends when. When we get it, when we have I'm time. Spry. I'm spry. I'm spry. Maybe next weekend. Next weekend. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, thank you. For uh, Greg Klein, Red Marilyn, for having us on their show as well. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for listening, of course. Yes. Uh, you know, I know Jimmy can't stand any of our listeners, but I happen to personally love our listening audience. Mm-hmm. Every single one of you. Mm-hmm. Paul Any be, way you want. Paul will be making a, an appearance. All it costs is like 35 bucks, really. Uh, 35 bucks. <laughs> Paul will be making an, uh, an appearance at the, uh, the Jiffy Lube in uh, Glen Burnie this weekend. Patuxent. Uh, Patuxent, Jiffy yeah. Lube. Yeah. Uh, between 12 and 2, uh, if you're interested in having a coffee with him. Yeah. Um, he will be there. and then I will be wearing my green hat that says... <coughs> $35. Who farted? <laughs> and on the back it says, I did. <laughs> no, the shirt says, I did. The hat says, who farted? It's like green, and it's got that white foam in the front. Yes, it does. And it, it's dirty. It's like, it looks like it's got a shit stain <laughs> on the hat. And it says, who farted? And then I have a green shirt that goes with it. And on the back it says, I did. It's great. Just look for me <laughs> at the Patuxent <laughs> Jiffy Lube. <laughs> I'll be sitting in the corner masturbating. You won't miss it. You, you can't miss me. He'll be there me. for he'll be there for about ten minutes. Yeah, before the, I'll only be there for ten minutes <laughs> before I'm arrested <laughs> and taken away. So you must get there right at ten o'clock. <laughs> we good? <laughs>
and the expression on your face as you leave will be one of Nirvana. <laughs> oh, it will be. It will be, because it doesn't take me that long to climax. Because your gym shorts will be around your ankles. Yep. It'll be great. So anyway, uh, you know, check us out on, we're on everything, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Facebook, Baby's Drive, and you already know where we're at. Yeah. Tell your friends about us, leave us a review. Yeah, please. And and if you guys have any suggestions, go to Twitter mm-hmm. at JB's Drive-In. Except and for Scott Schaefer, because he's not allowed to make any more suggestions. He can make any suggestions that he wants. It doesn't mean we're going to actually do it. That's right. That's right. <clears throat> All right. We will be back with Jaws and the Empire Strikes Back. Have a great week. Bye-bye.